Welcome to The Secret Sauce. I am your host, Kip Schubert, and this is a podcast about educators sharing their stories and how that has led them to their own secret sauce in building life-changing connections and relationships with students and their staffs. I'm excited about this one, and I think it is one that we all really need to hear. So here we go with episode number seven, Positivity, Toxic or Truth? You know, toxic positivity, it is a thing. It is real. But you know what? I'm afraid too many of us educators are using it as an excuse to stay stuck in the false comfort of negativity. It happens to us without us even being aware of it. And we aren't even totally at fault. You know, being an educator is tough in a normal year. And the last two years have been one tidal wave of difficult challenges after another. And many of us have become bitter and we are tired and feel like we are not seen, heard, or valued. I have felt it. It leaves me in a negative mindset where I only become part of the problem and not the solution. And that state for me is the real toxic. You know, toxic positivity occurs when experiencing hardships like the last two years of overwhelming negativity in education that someone does not acknowledge all you are going through. Their head is in the sand, and to avoid the negative, to run from the hardships, they keep it there. They give away positive affirmations to make themselves feel better. But while they do that, it makes us who are facing the tough times feel like the pain of the journey is insignificant. It creates a toxic atmosphere, and if we look at the reality of it all, it really isn't about us. It is about them running scared from the issues we are facing in education. We don't control who acknowledges us or not, but we do control how we react to it. And instead of crying toxic positivity, I do something different. I have a choice. I don't have to sit in the crap of all the things wrong with education, our schools, and the false opinions of those outside of our walls. Complaining with the masses can become a crippling comfortable. Choosing to find the good, to stay above the line, to believe, to speak, and to live positively takes work. It can be uncomfortable, but it is a choice that I make because I just can't stay stuck, especially in the negative. It just isn't why I became an educator. It isn't why I do what I do. Because I choose to see what is right instead of what is wrong, doesn't make me toxic. Those who never acknowledge the hardship, the pain, the mental deflation educators are suffering, that, my friends, is toxic. We have to acknowledge, embrace, and own what we feel and then find a way forward. So let's make one thing really clear. I hear you. I see you. I value each and every one of you. I am you. And to say it has been hard is a massive understatement. There are days that I have questioned my choice of profession. I have asked myself if I'm even making a difference. Does it even matter? But at the end of the day, I know what I believe and what I speak is what I become. And my kids, my students, and my school need me to choose positive. That isn't toxic. It's the truth. You might question why I have that opinion. But I have lived the consequence of staying stuck in a negative chaos, believing that everything and everyone were against me. All I believed, 
All I spoke for years after my divorce was negative. It became comfortable. I knew the routine. I excused away my own high expectations and the promise others told me I had. It became addictive, and so was the alcohol. I existed to escape, to run from solutions, right to a bottle of booze. Wake up, drink myself drunk, and repeat. It became my comfort. It was easy, although it was killing me. Till one day I lost it all. My car, my home, my kids. I could only see what was wrong and what was bad. All the negative. It was all, why me? And I needed positivity. I needed saving. It was the negativity that was choking the life out of me. And to tell you the truth, that is what is truly toxic. You know, most days before I ended up in rehab, I would call in sick to work. I missed 47 days of school before spring break. It was a miracle I kept my job and my teaching license. I would sit on a friend's couch in his garage. I would smoke, drink, and eat saltine crackers. I was mad as hell at the world. I would blame my ex-wife, my family, my friends, but never, never myself. I made excuses not to see my kids. I couldn't let them see me that way. And it got to a point where one day I just sat there drinking all day and into the night, trying to summon the courage to commit suicide. I made a call to say goodbye, and the next morning my brother and sister showed up to start the process of getting me into rehab. It was my inability to see any good, to find any positive, that over many years left me without a will to live. Now I know that is an extreme story, but the point is, as miserable as that life was, it was comfortable. I got so used to negative, to chaos, to the darkness, that anything different seemed out of reach and too much work. Anything positive would take away my crutch, my excuse to stay stuck. But I am so glad I learned that life just wasn't about me. And all the crap in my life, all the chaos, all the hardship, it stopped being why me, and with a positive mindset shift, became why not me. It is easy to fall back into the trap of the negative mess. I did it recently and experienced for myself how I lashed out at, at positive solutions because I became comfortable with the blame and the complain game. In my last year as a head soccer coach in Oklahoma, I lost sight of what I was there to do. And just like many of you, there were good reasons for me to be upset. But I didn't choose to stay above the line or see the good. I got stuck staring at all that was bad. Now, I completely understand the totem pole of high school sports. I have been doing it long enough to know where soccer sat, and I believe that my program deserved the same recognition and support as the larger sports who kept us all afloat financially. I desired my boys to be seen, heard, and valued. It was important to me, and it was important to my first AD, Jason Parker. He would come out to practice regularly. He came to our games. He was in contact with me weekly on how we were doing and what I needed. When he left to move to another district, the new AD, he just didn't have that same approach. I don't think it was intentional, but he never came out to practices. He attended one full game in two years, and he never sought me out to ask how things were and what I needed. 
I had begun a college showcase tournament in the preseason there, and it showed off our facility, which rivaled most college programs and brought in the top teams from across the state of Oklahoma. Over 25 colleges and universities were represented, and I had grown used to Jason coming out and supporting me in what we were doing. But the last two years there, I got zero support, and not one person in admin ever showed up to the event. And I think that was the point where I lost my focus and began to take it upon myself to fight to be right instead of just doing what was right. I became negative about everything in the athletic program. I sought out things to complain about and was quick to blame others, especially the AD, for our lack of success. I cut corners. I bent the rules to make sure my guys got what I felt they deserved. I got sucked under the negative quicksand that was around me. I believe my, I, my, I believe my AD at the time was trying to do his best. Maybe he was inexperienced, but I let that get under my skin enough that I became addicted to the fight with him over being right. I went out of my way to create conflict, some he had no knowledge of or could even fix. My wife even proposed a more positive solution to my problem, and I lashed out at her too. Instead of coaching my team, I became toxic myself, and anything positive, any solution presented, I could not and did not want to hear. I cried out toxic positivity because I was not getting what I thought I deserved. Now hear me on this. It became about what I wanted and not about the kids. But I didn't want to admit that. The negative chaos had become comfortable. It allowed me to hide from my problem, just like the alcohol used to. It reminded me of the greatest lesson I have ever learned in my life. That life is just not all about me. My message to all educators, and especially to myself, is that let's take a step back and reflect on where we are right now in our attitudes towards our job. We have every right to feel negative, hurt, ignored, undervalued. We absolutely do have that right. But how are we reacting to how we are feeling? Are we stuck in the negative chaos? Have we been wronged for so long that now we just need to be right instead of doing what is right? There's a difference. Has it become all about us and not the kids? Have we become so comfortable complaining and blaming that any attempt at a workable solution is refuted as toxic positivity? We have a choice. Face the negativity, get out in front of the problems, and become part of the solution. Embrace the hurt and the pain, yet choose to still stay above the line and see what is good. And above all else, my friends, hear me on this. We have been slammed for two years in a job that was tough enough before this mess even started. It's been COVID, remote learning, attacked as the enemy, political invasion of our public school systems, and I'm sure you could list even more. We have every right to feel the negative emotions that are real and rampant in our ranks. But let's remember why we got into this profession in the first place. It wasn't for the money or for the fame. It was because we wanted to make an impact on kids. We have a choice on how we deal with it all. If it is too much, there's no shame in leaving and finding a new profession. But let's not let toxic positivity become a crutch for us to avoid facing the mountain of problems we are facing in education. Let's choose to see what is good, 
choose to do what is right and choose to say, I get to and face every day, no matter how good or bad it is, with a positive attitude. Because what we believe and what we speak is what we become, negative or positive. It's our choice, and that's the truth. I would love to connect with you guys. Come find me on Facebook, Twitter. I'm on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram. This is Kip Schubert with The Secret Sauce. I would be honored if you would share out this podcast Follow it so you don't miss the next episode. And together, let's cultivate that secret sauce to building life-changing relationships with our students and our staffs. If you would like to be a guest, share your story and how it has helped you develop your secret sauce, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about scheduling you to be on the show. Continue to share your story. Create connections. Create relationships in a school culture that is life-changing. Choose to do what is right, not just fight to be right. Choose positive, and let's not let the negative chaos become a comfortable crutch. Toxic positivity exists. It is real. But let's also remember the truth. Till next time.